0: If you're ready to revamp your summer wardrobe so that you are ready for the warm and sunny weather that is right around the corner, right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash minimalish. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect summer wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then, when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. I absolutely love everything that is always recommended to me in my Armoire closet, and... Then I get to pick what I actually want to be sent to me. I personally have loved using armoire to find my style again after having babies, after my body has changed so much. And one thing that I've really loved is finding a style of jeans that I like. I got these Madewell jeans in my last order, and I love the way they fit my body. And I also love knowing that I can feel good about sending them back and giving them another life with someone else who's renting them and I can try new things in my next shipment because I always do feel guilty if I'm constantly buying more and more to find the styles that I like and I might think that I'm going to return them but I typically end up not doing so even if I don't like them it's just a hassle to do so Armoire really allows you to just rent clothing for any occasion and then send it back whenever you are done with it. Everything from a date night to a conference to even athletic clothes. Your overly cramped closet and the environment will thank you for using armoire. Right now, my listeners can give armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash minimalish. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. I'm your host, Desiree. I'm a mom to two and on my own journey of living with a little less clutter so I can have more space for an intentional life. I'm no expert and I like to think of this as a corner of the internet where we're learning and growing together. So let's walk towards a more simple and intentional life. Here's this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and today I want to talk about a very popular topic, one that comes up in many of our minds when we are trying to live a little more minimalish, and that is minimalism and relationships. And I don't mean minimalism in the relationships that we keep, like in the number of relationships, or intentionality in who we decide to let into our lives although that's a really great topic as well I just mean how do we approach minimalism when the people in our lives are not really on board with the whole minimalism thing whether that is people who live in your actual home like your spouse or your kids or the people who are part of your extended family or friends that might bring stuff into your homes for whatever reason. This is often in the form of gifts for our kids, for those of us that have kids, right? And I'm gonna really focus in on those people today, the ones that are outside of our homes, though I think you could probably apply the concepts that we talk about today to any relationship, including the people inside of your home. So, disclaimer that I do not have a spouse that is against decluttering and minimalism. Actually, my husband is probably tidier than me. Not probably, definitely tidier than me. And he's more minimal than me. Um, It's easier for him to be more minimal than I am. So I cannot speak to that specific experience, but I do plan to approach that topic in the coming weeks. So look out for it if you do have that struggle. But I do have a lot of people in my life that love to bless my kids with stuff and love to just bless our family with stuff in general. Today's episode is going to be largely about a mindset shift that I think is so important when it comes to minimalism and our relationships. And I want to put a disclaimer, another disclaimer on this episode that I hope I don't come off too preachy, but I might because I really am passionate about this little mindset shift here. I think it makes a world of difference to just kind of how we live out our lives and enjoy our lives in the midst of minimalism and enjoy our relationships. It might sound like I think this is the best and only way to approach minimalism in relationships. And I just want you to know that's not the case, obviously. Um, I know that's not the case. Take what I say with a grain of salt, always. Um, if, If these things help you, then go for it. If you just need to take one thing from the episode, leave the rest, perfect. Whatever works for you. Last thing I'll say before we really dive into it is that relationships are hard. And we can have toxic relationships within our extended family, which makes this even more a a more difficult subject for me to approach. So I think my tips today will work in most relationship settings, but not all. So let's just assume that they're for generally healthy, familiar relationships. Like it doesn't have to be a perfect relationship, but it's obviously going to be a different whole different beast if we're talking about relationships with people in our families that I don't know, our struggling relationships or our toxic relationships even. With all that said, let's get to it. So minimalism in relationships. This topic has been on my mind because we are coming up on our first birthday party for our second daughter. And I thought back to, I was thinking back to how we did our first birthday party with our first daughter. We had a big party for her and we asked for no gifts. We did kind of like a no gift party strategy and we provided a carefully selected list, like an Amazon wish list for those that did did want to bring a gift. So I stressed over this. I remember stressing hard over bringing more stuff into our home. I mean, partially because we had a very small home at the time, but still just the idea of I'm trying to be minimalist and I want to be intentional with stuff. And yet we're going to have like 50, family members and friends at this party and I don't want to bring all this baby new baby stuff in because we don't need it necessarily and I got frustrated about the fact that others might not want to follow my plan. I have long since abandoned no gift parties although that one went pretty generally well. Um, I, I've i abandoned those for my now five-year-old who was a one-year-old in that scenario I was talking about because you know she loves getting gifts and Do I love the influx that we get? Not necessarily, of course. We do have smaller parties for her now, so it's not as much. But I was thinking about all of this because as I was sending out invites for my second daughter's first birthday party, I was debating on what I could put as a little message so that we don't get gifts for her. (laughs) I wanted to do another no gifts party because we truly do not need anything. Like we've never needed things less than we do right now for baby things specifically because she does she just plays with whatever is in front of her and I'm sure that's true for most babies but she loves her sister's stuffed animals she plays with the baby things she does have and we just we just don't need anything else we have like all the outdoor stuff we could possibly need for the summer for her so I was just kind of thinking about like how did I phrase that no gifts party in the past Or maybe make a list of some things that she could use like clothes and diapers but then I just kind of lost steam on the whole thing and realized I don't have energy for all of that right now we just moved I'm just tired and I realized you know what it's okay it's okay if we get stuff for her I let people know they you know gifts aren't expected just bring yourself and that's it but people can do what they want I I realized it's okay, it's okay if we end up with a few more baby toys, it's okay if we get things that we don't really need, it's okay. This time around I don't have the energy to go beyond that, I can just relax about it. One of the biggest things that I see in some of the minimalism groups that I'm in is this frustration when we're just living our lives a little more minimal and trying to declutter our things, trying to keep our homes less cluttered, but the problem is we aren't the only ones bringing stuff into our homes. There are people we immediately live with, like our spouse and kids, or other family members that might live with you. And then there are these extended family members, for many of us, that love to bring stuff for our kids to our house. Around holidays or birthdays, we might feel this tension extra, but some of us might feel it all the time if our kids are lucky enough to have grandparents that spoil them. From what I've seen, and from what I once used to feel, This can feel really frustrating. I see it in the minimalism groups, Facebook groups that I'm in all the time. I get questions about it. We might have tried to have conversations with these people about how we want less clutter and we want to be really intentional about what we bring in our house. We might have tried to show them the benefits of minimalism, but they're just not catching on to it or they're just ignoring it or it's just not for them and they are still bringing stuff into our homes, sometimes at an alarming rate for some people. So what do we do about this? How do we live more minimally when others are maybe getting in the way of our progress a little bit? The main tip I have today, which there are really only two, but they center on this one, which is more of a mindset shift, is that relationships are more important than minimalism. Remember that relationships are more important than minimalism. In five years of minimalism, I started out feeling really frustrated about the same thing. And I admit, around Christmas time, I still get a little stressed out about what is going to come into my home and about what does come into my home after the fact is is even more stressful. But the difference between me then, five years ago, at the beginning of this journey, and me now is that I'm not blaming other people for the amount of stuff in my home, even if They're the ones that brought it into my home. I know that I am in control of what stays. I am in control of what was in my home prior to the inflow of stuff as well. I know there can be extremes. Maybe it's constant. Maybe it's hoarder status and they've brought that onto you and it's stressful and you can't keep up with the inflow. So I know that there are those situations. But for most of these situations where stuff is coming in to our homes that maybe we have not put our stamp of approval on or we have not gotten a say in how much of it's coming in or what is coming in, we are in control of that stuff once it comes into our home. And if we can just remember that, I think we'll feel a little bit better about it all. Now, of course, we embark on this journey of living with less because we don't want to deal with the stuff all the time. We don't want it taking up all of our time but when we live a life with kids and with other people we have to accept the reality that more stuff is going to come in the people who bring my kids gifts are people i'm beyond grateful for my kids as they get older i'll continue to guide them in the benefits of having less and having clutter-free spaces but when it comes down to it they're going to be their own person i can't force others whether it's my kids or whether it's people outside of my home I cannot force others into the same mindset as me. There was a point within the first year or two of minimalism that I had this revelation of what minimalism was really about for me. Why was I going after a life with less stuff? I wanted more peace in my life. Peaceful spaces are a huge part of that. That's why we declutter. That's why we are intentional about what we bring in. But the power of being able to let go goes well beyond our stuff sometimes it's about letting go of control sometimes our conversations and the amount we try to control what comes into our home will cause tension not peace in our relationships and i think peace in our relationships is probably one of the top priorities for many of us some people won't get it they just won't get it they won't get the idea that less is better And that's okay. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not better for them. When we are in this lifestyle with less stuff, we see how great it is, and we think that this should be for everyone, but we're not them. We don't know. Maybe it's not, right? It's not a religion. It's not the end-all be-all of like a happy life. It's just something that is working really well for us, and probably would do well for many people. But we cannot force it on everyone and assume that it is the only way to live. Sometimes we just need to let go of that control. Some people truly do have a love language of gift giving. And if we choose peace in this situation, it might mean letting things come into our home and then knowing that we can deal with it once it gets here, whatever that might look like to you. And I'm going to talk about what it looks like for me in a little bit here. But first, I do want to talk about a few things that we can do to bring people into our journey or set some boundaries or maybe give some guidance with intentionality for what others might gift us or our kids or how often others might bring things into our home. As grocery prices have gone up more and more, I have really enjoyed cooking at home more often. Once I started cooking at home more, I knew I needed a new set of pots and pans. Mine were nine years old and had seen better days. So I got a set of green pan pots and pans and they are life-changing. <laughs> In 2007, Green Pans founders discovered that traditional nonstick pans were made with plastic coatings that can turn toxic with heat. And that's why they created a new alternative without these forever chemicals. They introduced the world to ceramic nonstick cookware and have over 150 patents to prove it. Aside from various cookware collections, they also carry kitchen appliances like slow cookers and waffle makers, bakeware, and premium cutlery that's crafted from recycled steel. I love the nonstick feature of green pan. It makes cooking so much easier. I love my small frying pan that I just fry eggs in so effortlessly and perfectly because they do not stick to the pan in any way and I love that you can use a lot less oil and butter to cook your food. It's 2023. Are you still cooking with pans made of plastic? Head to greenpan.us and use promo code minimalish. And you'll receive 30% off your entire order plus free shipping on orders over $99. That's right, 30% off. Whether you buy one pan or a whole set, that's 30% off. So head to greenpan.us and make sure you use our promo code minimalish. I also want to thank Indeed. Think about someone who has changed your life for the better. How incredible would it be if your company could find more of those life-changing people right when you need them if you're hiring you need indeed indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract interview and hire all in one place Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. What I love about Indeed is Indeed matching. With Indeed matching, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a shortlist of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. It's hiring at warp speed and Indeed does the hard hiring work for you. Sponsor a job and will match you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description right when you post. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash minimalish to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash minimalish. Indeed.com slash minimalish. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now this is just what we can do to offer guidance, and hopefully set some boundaries that might help, right? But we cannot expect that this is going to work. We can just assume that it might eventually help. I would say having one conversation with someone who loves to bring your kids gifts, that's not going to solve the problem. Okay, so from what I've seen, one little conversation it doesn't change everything. It doesn't change a person. It doesn't make someone's love language no longer gift-giving. It doesn't make grandparents no longer want to spoil their grandkids. But it can help let someone into your point of view, right? So I would say a couple of things, two things that have helped me and giving guidance into what comes into our home when I want to put the energy into these things, at least, is one, making lists at birthdays, at gift-giving holidays in general, of what your child might want or need. Many people do want to know what your child's interests are, what size they are, what they actually want. Or with closer family members, you might just have conversations. You might not need to make a full-on list, but just talk about what your kids are interested in, what they actually want, what they actually need, many people will welcome this guidance. The second one is a little more tricky and that is to have conversations with people. Like I said, the one conversation is not going to change the world. It's not gonna change everything, right? But being kind, being tactful, talking about minimalism, talking about your journey, knowing that it might sound crazy to some people, but bringing them along, showing them why, telling them the benefits that it's brought you, telling them that your baby only plays with your older kids' toys, like being honest about what stuff actually gets used in your home and talking about why you don't want a bunch of stuff that's not going to get used, right? Right. Help them see the benefits that it brings you and why you do this. And this might take many conversations and it might not be just these pointed conversations of, hey, you bring too much stuff into my home. Can you please stop that? That might not get you anywhere. Conversations coming from a frustrated place might not get you anywhere, but conversations coming from a place of kindness and just sharing your perspective and wanting to understand both perspectives, they might move the needle a little bit. But in the midst of these action steps that we can take, I think the most important thing to remember is to just choose peace. Like I said before, choose peace in our own hearts and in our relationships when other people don't necessarily follow along with our plans or our wants for what stuff is coming into our homes. Now, when it comes to putting up these boundaries on stuff, there are plenty of of very important boundaries that we can put up in our relationships. And there are plenty of ways that people cross boundaries in relationships that are not okay, and that we do need to address and that we need to stand firm in. But often when it comes to stuff and just gifts people people are bringing into your home or people not following along with our goal of minimalism in our homes, as long as it isn't coming from a mean-spirited place, which I know that can happen, but as long as that's not the case. This is where, for me, I decide, what it looks like to just let go, choose peace, and create my own system for dealing with the inflow of stuff. So that would be my next tip (laughs) is to let go, choose peace, and then create your own system for dealing with that inflow that's coming. So I have a few questions that might help you reflect on kind of your, how you want to make decisions about this, action steps you want to take mindset shifts that are right for you when it comes to minimalism and relationships. The first question, or I should say the first set of questions, I guess, that kind of go along with one another. What is your why for minimalism? Why is it your goal to have less stuff? Does frustration with others bringing stuff into your home? Does that frustrating feeling, does that align with the reason that you are choosing them? I hope that makes sense. The second set of questions, What relationships could you have a conversation with right now? So is there someone who you could have a conversation with right now or multiple people to just talk about your reasoning for minimalism? Maybe let them in on your journey a bit. Talk to them about gift giving for your kids and just some ways to make it more intentional, whatever that conversation could look like for you. Not all relationships might be right for this type of conversation. Some relationships just let it go, right? But there might be people that you are close enough with or that you feel comfortable enough with or that it's enough of a problem that you feel comfortable with having these conversations. The third set of questions here, how can you tactfully and kindly approach guiding people to be intentional in the way that they bring stuff into your home and what they bring into your home? Is this something that you even want to put energy into? Is it that important to you? Does it really need to change from how it currently is? And number four, the fourth set of questions here, what systems do you currently have in place to deal with the natural inflow of stuff that comes into your house? Not just gifts, anything. Stuff kids bring home from school, any stuff that comes in. Do you have a system to deal with that natural inflow? How can you add to the system to feel confident and less stressed when others don't abide by your minimalism goal? And because of that, they bring stuff into your home. I think there are maybe some parts of our journey that would benefit from more boundaries with others and more conversations. These are times in our decluttering journeys where more stuff coming in might feel completely frustrating or overwhelming. I think the main time that this happens is maybe like when we're moving might be one one time when we're packing up and, and moving. That can be a time when it's very frustrating for stuff to come into our homes for anyone, not just someone dealing with minimalism. I just thought of that because that's what I just went through. But when it comes to the beginning of our journey, when we are first decluttering, when we get to that point where we are feeling so overwhelmed with our stuff that we just want to overhaul and get rid of tons of pos- of possessions that might be really hard right might be really hard when people are bringing more stuff into your home when you are just desperately trying to get less and declutter know that this feeling of overwhelm that you're feeling right now in that beginning of your decluttering journey it is temporary do with the inflow as you are doing with the rest of your current clutter okay so decide if it really has a space in your home and be ruthless with it, because right now is a good time to be ruthless with any stuff coming into your home because you're feeling that overwhelmed, okay? So that is just for those specific times in our journey when we are really going at it <laughs> with our stuff and we are really feeling overwhelmed. And that also might be a time to just truly have those conversations with people like, hey, I know you just brought some toys over, Can you just hold off because I'm really in a decluttering period of time right now trying to get this house in order and anything that comes in feels really overwhelming. I think it's okay to have those quick conversations with people that can actively see that you are like working on your home, if that makes sense. Okay, so I want to end today with some practical pointers and tips and things that kind of I do whenever new stuff comes into my home. The first one is when new stuff comes in, I personally always think of it as temporary. When anything comes into my home, I think of it as temporary, anything at all. I mean, the stuff that comes into our homes gets used and used up, right? So we do not have to keep it around forever. And I know this, I know that I don't have to keep anything in this house forever. It will stay as long as it is useful. I will declutter it or store it, whatever is more appropriate, when the time comes, when it is no longer being used. Even if it is just like a tiny toy that I know is going to add to the other tiny toys that just don't really have the best home or purpose or spot, I know that it's temporary, and I know that I can let my kids play with it. I can let it get lost somewhere in a corner of my house, and then when I stumble upon it, I can make the decision to either declutter it or keep it for longer if it's something that they really enjoy. And I get it. We want to be more intentional with stuff. We don't want to add to landfills. We don't want to just let things come in and come out of our house so quickly. But we have to focus on what we can control, what we bring in when it comes to all of that. Because we cannot necessarily control what others bring in. Though we can give them guidance, like we talked about, we cannot control it. Number two, the second tip, if you're worried about someone coming and looking for the gifts that they've give, given your kids, one, think about how often that actually happens. Like it happens much less than you'd think. Two, keep that thing in storage if you really want to, if you want to avoid the awkwardness of it all. Number th- you can just say, you know, we, have, we rotate toys and we have that stored away in, to rotate back in. And the third option for that scenario is to be honest. Let them know that the kids played with it or used it for a while and then you donated it when they grew out of it or stopped playing with it. Be honest, be kind in the midst of it, right? But be honest if that is the best strategy for you. my third tip to kind of avoid the overwhelm that comes with other people bringing stuff into your home is to declutter before birthdays or gift giving holidays so it feels less overwhelming when stuff does come in. And remember, above everything else, that minimalism is meant to help us enjoy life more. We decide to use minimalism as a tool in our lives so that we can be less overwhelmed and that we can be more peaceful, have a more peaceful life. Our relationships are probably at the top of what make our lives enjoyable. Minimalism is meant for us to spend less time and energy on our stuff. And that means whether we are always having to clean up our stuff or clean up our houses because we have too much stuff or whether we are stressing about stuff and how much of it we have. So are we letting stuff still steal our energy? Is it stealing your peace in your relationship? Is it bringing frustration with someone whenever you could just let go and choose to deal with the stuff when it gets into your home? Because at that point, it is your responsibility to deal with it. You can deal with it however you want to. You can have some kind of system that makes it quick and easy to deal with, and you can let go of frustration and not have this frustration with someone that you don't need to have with them, right? Because, oh, well, (laughs) oh, well, if they bring stuff into your home, you can choose to do with that stuff as you will, and you can then keep the peace in your relationship with them and keep your frustration out of that relationship. when we're constantly worried about, oh, there's new stuff coming into my house and how am I going to deal with this stuff? Like that is stuff taking up our energy as well. When we are constantly worried about other people bringing stuff in and, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Look, does it look like I have too much stuff here? Does this space feel cluttery? Like if we are constantly worrying about that and trying to figure out a new way to make that less of an issue, that's taking up our energy too. Maybe we can just relax. Maybe we just do the best we can with it all, have our conversations, have our systems in place, and then just let it be. I don't know. For me, this is the best way to deal with the minimalism and relationships is to really just not, I don't know, just not deal with it. Like that sounds like a cop out. It's not. I just have chosen that this is not something I'm going to be frustrated about. This is not something I'm going to be upset with people about if they bring more stuff into my home or if they can Bring my kids gifts. I'm just going to deal with the stuff when it comes in. And maybe I'll deal with it quickly if it's something that doesn't get touched or played with. Maybe I'll deal with it in a few months. Maybe it will get played with. And maybe it's a little bigger than I'd like it to be. But that's okay. Because this is a short season of life when we have kids and we have lots of stuff coming into our home all the time because of them. We can control our actions and what we bring in. And then we can kind of let go and choose peace choose joy choose to enjoy people and let them enjoy your kids right let them enjoy bringing stuff into your home and giving you a gift if that's something they enjoy and let minimalism be what it is meant to be for which is choosing peace focusing on what matters most what matters most is probably not trying to control everyone around you in the way trying to control the way that everyone around you brings stuff into your home because it's it's just like it's really a waste of energy okay That is all I have for this conversation and today's episode. Again, you may not agree with a second of what I said, and that's okay, because this topic is very personal. It is personal to the relationships that are in our lives, to the way people do bring in stuff into our homes. I don't know what it looks like for you, and you don't know what it looks like for me. So we all kind of have to choose our own path here. But I hope that this mindset shift helps a little bit. Because when it comes down to it, we all want to just relax and enjoy our lives more and not worry so much about stuff. So that means not worry so much about stuff people bring into our homes because we have a way, we have a system of dealing with it. We know that it doesn't have to be permanent, a permanent fixture in our house, so we can just stress less. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If you loved it, would you share it with a friend or share it on Instagram or share it wherever you like to share things. I'm grateful for you for doing that. I'm grateful for you for being here and listening in. And I will talk to you right back here again on the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery.